1: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number Store or sleepnumber.com.
0: Hello and welcome to Wrestle Culture. <clears throat> They can't come true. <laughs> uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Wrestle dreams can't come true. Sexton Huck, I said, where are you? I hope you like wrestling. Because TK likes to go long. <laughs> Wrestle dreams can't come true. Handicap match one on two. MJF will be there. But there's no Roderick
1: Strong.
0: I'm Adam Wilborn from
1: World Culture. Thank you. You were due. You were due Like It's been like, what, four years you've been in that gimmick <laughs> or something? Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ, there's no of some idiots in comment sections in 2017 were saying things like your work were dead. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering when you were going to finally bring that gimmick to life. You've done it. You've put me on a Friday afternoon when I rarely get to do this podcast in the mood to get home even quicker to get my kids to bed so I can watch Top of the Pops. Yeah, I thought you might like, like a, bit, a
0: bit of 90s Gabrielle.
1: Yeah. Very, very good. Goated.
0: Very good. Appreciate that. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <name> <laughs> I'm Adam Wilborn, joined by Michael Havner, Phil James of What Culture, to discuss all the goings on in wrestling this week and look ahead to the best wrestling show potentially all year this weekend and Wrestle Dreams happening as well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but before we get into it, if you're a fan of this, you or know thing, he's
1: going <laughs> to do it. It's
0: still funny. Make <laughs> right, sure so you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Great, but no. Don't worry, all the podcasts will still be going out as audio podcasts as well as our new video channel on YouTube. What else do you have on YouTube? I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> <Video> <laughs> what Culture Wrestling Podcast on YouTube. We did a Q&A exclusively on the YouTube channel. Earlier on this week, you can go and check that out.
2: And I thought you said everything would be as that one. video too.
0: too. <laughs> we need people to subscribe so we can monetize it.
1: Big announcements out the ass. Yes. you yes. got to watch the whole goddamn yeah. thing. They're buried throughout. We were very cruel and strategic about it. God forbid we just lump them in at the end, i put them in the beginning. No, no, they're everywhere. Yeah. They're like Easter eggs, basically. you got to watch them to find them. Or oh, and
2: don't worry, guys. There's more big announcements. Together. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> out the ass. You have to watch
0: the whole time to find them out, or probably someone's just timestamp them in the comments. We <laughs> could check that out as well. With Tony Khan in this. Yes, uh, and myself and the other Dadly Boys, because I'm Dudley Boy now, so I'm mm. that. We're going to be reviewing Wrestle Dream on Tuesday, live on the YouTube channel, answering all your questions as well. But you have to be subscribed to ask us questions. Um, but we, yeah, we do daily wrestling podcasts, that's what I do here, uh, where we review Raw, <laughs> Smackdown, the show formerly known as NXT. <laughs> oh! AW Dynamite, AW Collision, pay premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round-up of the week complete with a quiz, of course, on wrestling, culture. as I said, though, joined by Hamflet and Phil to look ahead, or look back, at the same time, all of the wrestling <laughs> this week and Look ahead to WrestleDream. More importantly, Hanfler, No Mercy's
1: tomorrow. Sorry, should I say NXT? No, merci. I didn't know which show you were talking about there. I, I went to a No Mercy once, you know. Did you? I did. It was 1999. That wasn't the one you were dancing in the crowd, were you? Uh, no, that wasn't. No, but it wasn't the same venue, I think. It was in Manchester. Uh, it was when WWE were experimenting with uh, working with Sky Box Office to do UK only shows. It was basically a jumped up house show. I've definitely told this story before. I told a friend I was going to No Mercy in Manchester, and he just assumed I was going to see that one hit Wonder Band that did that song "Where Do You Go." Oh, is that him? lovely? And I was buzzing for weeks and weeks and weeks, and he couldn't understand I why. Do that <laughs> an intro. remind me is that an intro yeah, for yeah. The next week? Um,
0: Where do you go? Wrestling?
1: Okay, that's got yep, that's first, it. A bit done. <laughs> Steve Austin hit. Um, The Undertaker and Triple H versus Shane and Triple H. Anyway, with a double stunner. Oh! Um, That's the bar. I believe this weekend NXT will top it. Yeah. Uh, We feel like we have to fly the flag for NXT because literally no one else in the entire internet does. Mm. Apart from HBK on the the call
0: yesterday. And rightfully so. Best best two-hour wrestling show of the week, he said. uh, That's what he said. To be perfectly honest, when it comes to that statement from HBK. And I mean... Folks, where's the light? Well, yeah. so it's so quiet. It's That's at an event before the pandemic or <laughs> after the pandemic. After there the should pandemic. be a
1: crowd. You know what they say about mm-hmm. like birds of a feather flocking together? Apparently, so do the ones with the hardest right wings because Bobby Fish and Shawn Michaels do agree. Ew. It's like, it's he's not wrong. It's a captivating two hours, sometimes for all the wrong reasons, as well as a few right ones peppered in there. Um, big stuff, and I don't know if anybody really knows or cares about what might happen if... Trick Williams wins a title, but oh. Carmelo Hayes loses one. Um, I don't know if people are fully aware of the state of the NXT Tag Team Division and indeed our vested interest oh. in that because one of our colleagues yeah. is a champion. You know, um, It's big stuff. It's yeah. exciting stuff. And NXT continues to be a... It's a weird one. Brandon Thurston and those at WrestleNomics that do fantastic work, check them out. Put those graphs out where you can see the ratings that go um, up and down year on year. Hmm. Maybe like, down if you're a certain promotion. But indeed. <laughs> <laughs> but there's only one that goes consistently up. Oh yeah! And it's the NXT one. Yeah, I mean the increments are minuscule. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. We started so low, the only way was up.
2: I have heard it's the closest thing you can get to the attitude era in modern day t- wrestling
0: TV.
1: Also not wrong. Oddly <laughs> <aren't they laughs> like
0: I've also heard he's got the best four-way tag match scheduled for this weekend.
1: Again, where's the lie? Well, I've also
0: heard CM Punk's going to debut on it soon. Jesus Christ, <laughs> if that's true. I've also heard there's going to be a massive return slash debut this weekend. Not Sexton Hardcastle. I'm talking about Vaughn Wagner potentially coming back.
1: From hospital. From, like, look, got, you see him get murdered on NXT television. You might have seen I that. I didn't know. You know what shoot happened to Katsuyori Shibata? where his head fell open and his brain fell out. Yeah. They booked a fictional version of that for Von Wagner. Um, he had that legitimately happen as a child. They had to um, open up his Fidium skull. brain fell out. It, pretty much. His brain was growing s- at such a rate, and his skull was growing in such a way, they had to carve open his skull and like reshape it all. Yeah. Um, and then what they've done is, they've kind of like made a storyline out of that, where it's like, subtext, that's why Von's weird. Uh, but they've reached a point where like, everybody's kind of fallen in love with him as a result. He's become it's a bit so of a, good. a cult favourite. And then he had a feud with Bron Breaker and Bron Breaker put his head on the steel steps and then got the other steel steps and slammed it down on it. Uh, I did see that, I did see that. Like like a sort of like kind of audacious nutcracker type spot with Von's head. And we're now waiting to see what returns. Like it's a bit, there's an element of it where it's a bit like when Kane was like taking the mask off. What's going to be under that. Like, uh, I what? hope he comes
2: back in, you know, like in Mars Attacks, when they've just got the giant
0: brains. <laughs> if it's one of them under a glass dome.
1: <laughs> I want it to be... What like the hell are you
0: wearing? <laughs>
1: right, that's Robert Stone, by the way. His manager is great as well. Do you remember that plasticine character, Morph? <laughs> like like what they could do with Morph, or like how they could animate Wallace and Gromit where like you could kind of put your thumb on the plastic scene and just go <laughs> flat. Like Von Wagner is just a flat thing. But he can like look through very fine cracks in walls. So he knows where Brombreaker <laughs> is Stanley, at all time. But flat Stanley.
2: It's like that old thing with the face of the moon and the rocket flies into his yeah. eye. It's that, but the steel steps are just coming out of his it's eye. Just a
1: walking Peter Gabriel video. <laughs> and Sledgehammer, triple. Sledgehammer. H- uh-huh. right. Law. We've also like
0: got potentially a, a contender, I genuinely believe this for match of the weekend in Becky Lynch versus Tiffany
1: Stratton. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, Becky Lynch versus Tiffany Stratton from NXT is one. Uh, it'll go down as one of the most underrated WWE matches of the year. Um, obviously, it's on the C Show, so not a lot of people see it. But I will say the most people that have watched NXT in years did. It got a huge number that week. Becky like Lynch is a draw. She is a draw. Um, I think she's the best she's ever looked in ring post return 2021. I think her run from when she came back, bad booking aside, in ring has been the best of her career, and this was following like what a steel cage match she had with Trish Stratus, yeah, like a week and a half earlier. So she's on a hell of a run. Tiffany Stratton's as ready as she's going to get, I think, in NXT. There's always development to be done, but sometimes you should probably just take a leap. I don't think it's happening right now. I think she's beating Becky Lynch. I think the sink or swim moment. Kind of, yeah. I think so. I think she could do, but I think they give her the win here over Becky Lynch and gives her the belt back. Becky Lynch's NXT experiment was an interesting one, that kind of thing. I think that's where they're going. Yeah, but yeah, you've got every reason to uh, uh, anticipate that this could. it'll steal this show. I think. And it Either that,
0: a, or obviously the Illya Carmelo Hayes thing.
1: Yeah, I uh, I don't know. It, like it's Carmelo Hayes. It remains. He's a bit of an enigma. He has it in him to have these. Very, very, very strong in-ring performances, but he also has a few boring ones in him. Dragonoff is a diet Gunther in many senses. He's kind of like a guy that you could almost got a guaranteed good match from because of all of his intensity. And he's like, chop me till my chest turns to meat. He loves the pain. Um does. But I I don't know. Jury's still out for me on Carmelo Hayes, you know. Mm. I'm more interested in Trick Williams, sidekick. I love that match. Dirty
0: Dom in action. Yeah. Another Should have been draw. Mustafa Ali, and that's what the plan was if you were in NXT until last Thursday, when they were like,
1: they've done what? <laughs> Three months of creative show yeah,
0: Mid-2024, right. basically. Excuse me?
2: Where's, where's he going now?
0: I know, man. Awful. Nightmare for
1: sure. Like, when you're working in that company, you've always got have one eye on the hirons and fireons. Uh, Especially in NXT. Yep.
0: <laughs> and then you've got that four-way tag, uh, Los Lotharios, the Creed Brothers, OTM, uh, that's Lucian Price and Bronco Nima with, um, and Phil, I want to make sure that when you watch this match, you pay attention, please, scripts, uh, <laughs> are taking on the family. That's Tony D'Angelo and Stax. Oh, f- I can't do
1: it. I just can't get the, the voice right.
0: Can Lorenzo? Oh, no.
1: You know what, as well, with the, us going on video, he's going to be, like, obviously, he joins us at least once a week, yeah. sometimes twice, but... On video his flights are gonna be I'm sure Phil's probably in charge of this. It's gonna be a lot more organized than it's been previously. He's gonna be here probably for longer periods because we need to set up the shot and things like that. Yeah. He He's contested though, he might be camera shy. That's mm. true. I'm just thinking if he catches Wilborn doing that terrible oh impression, God. we, we, true, we, we yeah, get he walks on now. In at the wrong moment. They do, yeah. Since Eric came along, Stax has softened his stance on Willborn He did not <laughs> like him before Wilborn went off. But since the baby arrived, I don't know if he just like sees you differently now. I think he well, he knows
0: I've got a question I need to ask him surrounding Eric, but ah. I haven't really got around to asking it. But the Wrestle Dream reviews on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Anything else happen on a Tuesday usually?
1: Well, we do do the NXT preview. Those schedules we'll have to we'll have, have to see anyway. That, that four way tagging it like for as much as obviously we're kind of biased. We love Tony D and Stacks, um, in the Creed's and main roster ready. Like that tag division is in. Desperate, desperate need of an overhaul, and that's why, like, I would welcome the young bucks to have a tryout down there. <laughs> I honestly, like, what? Why? Why does it have to be also controversial? We talk a lot about like talents jumping either yeah. way now. Yeah. Like, let's let's get down on the ropes. Let's see how they get on.
2: Can only be a tryout though; they are untested. Don't go, yeah. don't go rushing into anything. No, you don't want to see explore. what they can do before. Yeah, you're right, Phil. I, I
1: was I was going to say it's going straight on the Alex TV, but you know, nah. Dark match. Level up. <laughs> so some restraint, yeah. <laughs> yeah, level
2: up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about Wrestle Dream, though. Uh, big preview of myself, Hanflet, and Andy coming out tomorrow uh, on the podcast channel. And uh, I think the video might be coming out today, in fact. But, Phil, what match are you uh, are you most looking forward to from this? Other than the obvious one, Danielson, ZSJ. But that was going to be my answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Completely off topic. I've realized something about myself. You
2: always run through the topics of what we're going to talk about on this, like just before the show or anything. I... Apparently, do not listen to that. Because I've been sat here going, what's he going to talk about? And you've literally just told me like five <laughs> minutes ago. So I don't know what that says about me and just not listening to you whatsoever. Uh, yeah. Um, but anyway, Makes, It
0: saves a lot of time, to be honest. It's,
2: it's Danielson versus uh, Zack Sabre Jr. For yeah. I d- that, that is like, I am four times as excited about that than anything else on mm. this card. Because it's just... The perfect match of styles and you know it's a match that brian danielson will have wanted for a long time you held you definitely know it's oh. a match zack saber jr will have wanted for a really really long time and you know they're just gonna go out and put on an incredible show when zack saber jr like he's great with everyone but when he gets someone that he knows he can work with that's maybe like a slightly different style than you normally see him work he pulls out absolute gold and these two styles are going to be so perfect together.
0: A couple of questions for you without giving too much away about the preview. There's a bit of a disagreement on the winner on our um, predictions video. Who have you got winning this one?
2: I don't know. It is a tough one. I'll probably go with... Danielson. He's going to lose a lot in the next year, but maybe not. Yeah, he's not exactly afraid to lose, is he, Brian mm-hmm. Danielson? No. And hasn't been for a really, really long time. Yeah. It's the opposite Even of a pro wrestler. Through WWE, it? he was kind of almost desperate to lose to put
1: other people over. Honestly, like we've said this before, sometimes the less you know about Brian Danielson's life, the better. Because the way he would talk ahead of, I don't know, say like a massive title match, like well, I don't think you're gonna win because you see more content yeah. to lose and go and do this and go and do that and he's work. It's at it
0: 35, he? Oh, thank God, I don't have to do any press I can just go home and see my yeah. family.
1: Beat the traffic, and we yeah. know how
0: valuable that was at that particular show. <laughs> like, and it's like recently he did that. I can't remember who the interview was with, but uh, that
2: interview where he's like, I'm rolling into like a different stage of my career now, where I'm probably gonna wind yeah. things down, but I'll probably end up like if I'm in town and there's an India event going on. I'll ring them up and ask them like, "Can I work?" And they're like, "Yeah, can we announce you?" And you're like, "No, absolutely not. I'm gonna like wear a mask and work a completely different style than I would yeah. ever wrestle as Brian Duncanson. But I'm guy. gonna turn up just for the fun of wrestling, just for the just
1: to get a taste. Just
2: bloody loves it. Yeah, and like that's he, all he wants to do. He just wants to run through doing wrestling that he loves, no matter what that is.
1: Just wants to go and bump on a canvas where he might get Mercer or something. Yeah, like oh, a real, <laughs> real taste of the good old days. He was like, "Do you remember the interview?" It was like, "Yeah, like they, they dropped me in. They kind of like airlifted me in the main event of WrestleMania 37." There's Roman Reigns, there's Edge, there's the first crowd in there, like, after the pandemic. And, I felt nothing. (laughs) It was like, wow, wow. (laughs) Okay, okay. Going back to that thing where he was talking about
2: uh, how he would wrestle Brock Lesnar, and he was talking about, like, his animal style thing Mm -hmm. that he developed, like, specifically to try and fight Brock Lesnar. You know, he has, like, hundreds of these, probably, in Mm -hmm. the back of his mind, of weird stuff that he could do and try out just for the sake of trying it out. Yeah. And yeah, that's the kind of stuff he's into. He just wants to try things and see what it's like and uh, like experiment with a like art form that he loves.
1: Yeah. It's a, it's he's a one off, isn't he? Yeah. He's, he's in one-off. his
0: Picasso era of just yes. whatever the hell he wants. And will Edge show up for you on this show? Ooh. Or Sexton Hardcastle,
2: whatever. Sexton Hard if it is if he comes to Sexton Hardcastle, that'd be the funniest thing in there ever.
0: Uh, I
2: I don't know. I would like it to happen. Mm. I think it's absolutely fascinating. that if been no like normally AEW will do weird little teasers for these kind of things won't they but mm. there's been none of that i don't know i genuinely don't know i'll be very pleased if it is because oh. i'm fascinated to see an edge in aw
0: we, uh, yeah we sort of have speculated about it on, on a lot in recent weeks but i have really warmed to the potential of yeah just him getting a bit more freedom obviously um but also just lightening up hopefully a bit yeah <laughs> I was so serious during that WWE. Less so, you know, during the end, he was great with the whole Sheamus stuff as the last thing that we did. Mm. But yeah, we lost our way a little bit with the uh, early days of a certain stable.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he um he's had weirdly, he's had a good year. Kind of like the Austin Theory match is like a one of my favorite yeah. little telev- television matches of the year in terms of the fact I still remember it and it's September. Yeah, um, the Sheamus match. Again, it was kind of underrated because it was lost in the news cycle by something or other. But it was a nice piece of business. Yeah, so and punker then time. It might have been. I was aware, yeah, I think probably. when this all this happened, and uh, it never wasn't punker time in that run, was it? Yeah. So probably that. Like, and then obviously, notwithstanding what happened to Finn Balor in the WrestleMania match, Oof. like some of the Judgment Day stuff once the split occurred was pretty good. Yeah. You know, like you kind of, you know, we were all. I know this was last year, but like you know, we all kind of have very fond memories of the Clash at the Castle match and just. That post ba- that babyface turn after they kind of fixed the Judgment Day felt so much more like what the Edge 2020 comeback should have been yeah. before yeah. it got derailed in so many different ways. And not just the heel turn, but the pandemic, but the overlong Randy Orton feud, but the injury that came off the back of that. Yeah, like that's a lot of unnecessary speed bumps. And like summer 2022, like even and I like I like the Seth Rollins Hell in a Cell match, but even like leaning on the Brood stuff in 2021 was a bit like. What's that for? Like, I know people had brewed nostalgia, but it was a bit out of nowhere, wasn't yeah, it? It was yeah. like, well, I'm just, I'll do Gangrel stuff now. All right. Like, it was still a bit off. Yeah. So I think it took a while for them to find Edge's, like, 2020 voice again. I
0: think he speaks volumes that when he was talking there, I was like, well, at least I'm glad I got to see uh, an Edge WrestleMania match with him and Finn Balor in the cell. And I was like, oh, no, wait a second. I saw one the year before that, and it was awful against AJ Styles. It's still going on, yeah, I
1: think, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. This is him. Awesome. I, I if I hope that whoever did that this is your awesome chant was related or a friend of the like person you stared down after Roman Reigns beat Brock Lesnar give me your belt like if there was if there was only one person in AT&T stadium who's not you could have ruined I wanted to know the person that nearly ruined mine what match are you most looking forward to not including the main event uh, rewatching Kevin Owens versus Steve Austin from WrestleMania um <laughs> no I'm that's that's bollocks I'm up for this card Uh, Other than the main event, Page and Swerve is what AEW is supposed to be all about. These are wrestlers that you never would have imagined coming together, where stuff matters and it's not a belt. Like, they've actually got competitive rivalry that's gotten personal. It's the way it should be done. Swerve Um, is so good right now as well. Just just on fire and, like, ready to beat Hangman Page, which is really exciting. Um, I'm really keen to see, like how close Julia Hart runs Chris Statlander. Yeah. Like, Julia Hart is a form player right now, hitting, like, her peak right at the right time. And Statlander's, like, it sounds like I'm reducing her to a utility player, but she's come in and done a really hard job. Like, somebody had to beat Jade Cargill, and then somebody had to follow... Jade Cargill's mm. run and Statlander, because they don't book women. Th- <laughs> she's simply be like, well, I'll just do it through force of will of good work. And yeah. she's done it. She's become like one of the consistent yeah. wrestlers in AEW. And unfortunately, the women's division, that's pretty much all you've got. Like Tony Storm was that. And look where it got her. She's had to come up with this character to get more than just, can you just go out there and like carry the load? Mm. Like only now is she getting to do character stuff. So Statlander and Julie Hart for me is one I'm going to have a close eye on. Um, seems we've got you on wrestle culture, and that's
0: a bit of a rarity. Should we talk about DePunker? Oh yes, please. Is he worth the risk? There's there's reports out this week of Duh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> stupid uh, ask, question.
1: Ask one Sean <laughs> Michaels who immediately said yes. Like <laughs> <laughs> money, uh, conversation, headlines. There's not a money single, solves everything. There, it does. There. I was going to say there's not a single metric that doesn't justify WWE taking a go on CM Punk, but I am aware that that will possibly um, be reveal me leaving alone a much more complex conversation on uh, mental health and on, you know, like disputes with people and anger management and all of the things that were like quite complex subjects that came up as a result of CM Punk's AEW run that I think are worthy yeah. of discussion. Like, I think like we've kind of gone over every single one of those Punk stories in the AEW run and it does highlight that like things were poorly dealt with across the board, and that includes not just the management in Tony Khan, but the people that were involved in it. There were always better ways to deal with the things that occurred. I have created a fairy tale vision, like not unlike something like Phil Chambers could edit into a video with hilarious effect <laughs> of like just rainbows and unicorns and like lambs and everything. Where CM Punk wants to walk back into WWE for good money, but ultimately. Like less than five dates, let's say, like sort of bi- a couple, something big at WrestleMania, yeah. Some television work to build that, and maybe something in the background, like well, I'll see at SummerSlam if if it goes well. You know, like a pending sort of thing, little Saudi yeah. payday, something along those Like, that. I mean, if he takes one of them, the, with the discourse, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. But like all of that, maybe should work. The Miz, maybe the two of them. What did Punk say? Should go and suck a blood money covered dick together, <laughs> like. In Newcastle nightshirts shirts, and uh,
0: always <laughs> oh, has to get one
1: in. So, I right, let's say that this deal is made. I could well imagine Triple H being like, "Well, uh, I'm pretty happy with my locker room. So either you need to be, or you go over there." Yeah.
0: No, I thought he was gonna say Triple H saying, Actually, "I think I've got one more match left in me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Jesus Christ! No. Like, but he's like, "You go over there, or get on your bus, or whatever it is." Like. We're not doing this. Yeah. We are not doing this, right? But you, you are valuable in this small burst. And Punk's like, fair game. Actually, like I've met with, I don't know Vince McMahon, Nick Khan, whoever the big top people are. I'm meeting with you as my creative boss. Let's shake hands. Uh Let's do this because I think the Punker is such a smart guy that if he knows if he comes out of this unscathed, how will that make AW look? Yeah, like. He went back to that one place that he himself said was this catastrophe for him from a mental health point of view and he goes back and he absolutely owns it in the ring because of course he will if CM Punk. The program's going to rule. He gets something on a massive WrestleMania stage that we know lingered long in his like in his heart when he left the first time. Maybe even the night one main event and then you really like tick the oh. last oh punker box, you know? like I know this all sounds like fantasy booking and dream stuff from <laughs> just an enormous CM Punk diehard but... I think there's a lot of wins for a lot of different stakeholders here. I agree, it's fans only, included.
2: It's the only way of him rebuilding the reputation at this point is if he can go back and, like you say, put to, to, to bed all of those things about him being a like backstage catastrophe yeah. and do it in WWE where it's already happened before. And then it's like, well, no, this is an AEW problem. This isn't a CM Punk problem.
1: And we know that's not the case. Yeah. This is a very oh, complex situation. But that's the but, only yeah.
2: way you can turn that narrative around. Yeah. And I feel like, if anything, WWE is better suited to... Accommodating, let's say, a CM Punk at this point than yeah. AEW probably ever was in terms of just the amount of experience that they will have of working with, let's say, challenging egos. Difficult people, <laughs> Difficult yeah. Like, people. Can you imagine
1: the backstage area on any WrestleMania now where the invites are kind of flooded open to legends past and present and how yeah. many different. Plates have to be spun on a WrestleMania day behind the scenes. To make
2: everyone happy and keep everyone happy. And the sort of just the experience that will be there in the producers and the agenting, Mm -hmm. in the sort of management structure itself, a much more sort of corporate environment that is built to stop these kind of things happening. That's the kind of point of the corporate structure. And it it feels like that is a better fit for Punk because they will, will, like, they'll work around his personality, but they'll also fit it into the corporate structure at the same time and him on TV would just be absolutely fantastic because, you know, they'd, uh, they'd obviously let him have a pipe bum promo as the first thing he ever did on oh. TV
1: mm-hmm. and just say, there you go. go, go shoot on him, say whatever the hell you want. Can you friggin' imagine, right, let's say he agrees to work night one and night two of WrestleMania and night two is the, um, it's been lovely, shake hands and you put somebody over. I don't know, pick a bit like Sammy's name, but p- picks a baby face and, or a heel, whatever, and puts them over, gives them a great night in a great stadium match, and then that's CM Punk off it to the sunset for a bit. Austin Theory, probably. Ugh. Night one. LA Night. Oh. Night. LA Night. Yeah. Great shout, Phil. LA Night, right? Night one. Try some on side. Yeah. Cody Rhodes versus John Cena. Yes. Roman yes! Reigns versus The Rock. Yes. CM Punk versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know. and we're going to be there all three of us. <laughs> I don't, because I'm going this year, but as like mainly as a punter, I, I'm, I'm going one way or another. I'm going. <laughs> I don't feel. I do ha- what I have to do. I'm going next year. If the Rock
0: is going to be there, I will sell. Uh, what do you have to do? of kidneys Self or livers? I never remember. No, you
1: don't need to end the just the first syllable of kidney. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I don't feel anxiety. I normally feel when you say things like, "We're going to go to WrestleMania," and it's September. <laughs> Actually, I'm saying I'm going. Like, I booked flights and accommodation. Like, I'm going with my cousin, like, long-standing wrestling fans together. He was the other one dancing on that video that you referenced before. Uh, yeah. But it is WWE, so we best got on buying tickets. Because, I mean, they fly mm. pretty quick these days. Guys. <laughs> it can <laughs> actually happen, yeah.
2: <laughs> you should celebrate yourself every day. But some days, you should celebrate with jewellery. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's.
0: Do you think this will help uh, WWE's world domination plans that reared their head again this week?
1: Oh, I don't know. Triple H is obsessed with this, isn't he? Like well, He tried to do NXT Japan, didn't he, a few years ago? Yeah, right? uh, global localization. Localization. Global. localization. Yeah. I get it. You know, I, I understand it. Um, it's that Disneyfication of everything, isn't it? It's, it's globalization, but with your brand. So the idea is that, like, um, Coca-Cola and Disney and the, the big muscular brands make themselves known anywhere. So like, so like in their minds, is like, oh, Neil Armstrong, can you take a coat can to the moon and, yeah. just, and leave one there? Something like yeah. that, you know, like all that kind of branding. Uh, and then you've got like potential of untapped markets because just because some parts of the world appear to not have an investment in your product, it doesn't mean that you can't needle them into uh, getting involved somewhere. Like in our football terms, it was Manchester United, wasn't it? The first to be like, yeah. you know what? You could just have kids all over the world in Man U shirts. Have they ever seen a game of football? It doesn't matter. They're in Man U shares so I can get that side of it from like WWE's point of view. What I'm less convinced by is this idea that you're opening wrestling up to the world. Yeah, I think it's, what they want to sell is fake nonsense brand exposure. What they have to tell people is that we'd love it if we could have wrestlers from every corner of the world in shows in every corner of the world. They don't really want no. that. They and never really wanted that. They don't want to send wrestlers out in a tiny ring to some tiny place for twenty people because in their mind it just looks rubbish. And yeah. it, you know, It's
0: Jerry involved? Was it like Rinka King or Rinka
1: something? Rinka King was like a you know like a semi-successful um, like co-promotion with TNA. That was it. Uh, yeah. And again, it was an attempt to like, but that was like quite an earnest attempt. The ran shows out yeah. there. They pushed like local talent and tried to use. WWE will never go in like that. Like yeah, the probably the most obvious example of them trying was the UK thing. And even that was out of spite. They thought, like, those yeah. kind of piss-poor World of Sport tapings were going to somehow, like, regenerate wrestling in the UK because the scene had been hot for a few years. So, like, as you, got, as, yeah. as you guys know more than me, like, and they just thought, well, right, just put a thumb on that straight away. And it's like watching, you know, the Power Rangers fight scenes where, like, the building's are made of cardboard. Like, and WWE just rock up in town, and that's, like, the Megazord. Crash,
0: crash, yeah. crash.
2: Like, that's all gone. Yeah. And then... The NXT Europe idea is the same thing, but for, like, WXW kind Yeah,
1: of thing. Like, they don't mean it, really. They just want to see the back of the opposition and put a WWE stamp on it. Like, the WWE Performance Centre man, that warehouse in Enfield, like, you'd have made more money putting the soft play in there. <laughs> <laughs> like, some of the rest is coming out of it. looks like the only thing that was gone slides. And, like, <laughs> like, just... I Like, I, I have no faith in the actuality of it, but they will certainly try to tell you that WWE, you know, you could uh, go to the North Pole and you'll see a WWE flag stabbed in the ice. They've been
2: so cynical with these things as well so far. Like, I mean, the Indian shows are a good example of, like, for a month before the Indian show, they'll bring back Jinder Mahal and then directly afterwards he'll disappear or something yeah. for ages. Shanky had a match with
1: Gunther. Exactly, yeah. He's fired now.
2: Yeah, yeah, now they're gone. Uh, Mansour, same thing, but for the Saudi shows. Yeah. It's like they kind of do this and then just put a person and they're like, oh, we've got this person. We can break into here. And then, like, nothing. It's, yes. it, it's, they've done that repeatedly now, and that's all it will probably ever be.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Before we uh, get to this week's really good quiz, should we have a little game? Yeah. Okay. It's
2: time to play the game! Time to play time to the play game! ha, ha, ha!
1: Phil didn't do the thing there, the yeah. and I felt really awkward about it, but like, I'm not going to tell people what the thing was. They can find oh! it
2: can find buried up.
1: somewhere within the What Culture podcast channel Q&A that is currently up on the podcast channel right now on YouTube, but Phil didn't do it, and I suddenly it, felt very self conscious. It's, it's, it's not my, th- my thing. I didn't want to muscle in on your gimmick. That is absolutely fair.
0: <laughs> so we've seen Jake Cargill jumping from AW to WWE. We may well see Edge going the opposite way this weekend. So, I thought we could use our extensive knowledge and resources to randomly scroll through the roster <laughs> pages of WWE and AW and pick who we think is going to be the next to switch sides. Ooh. So, seeing as I play this game a lot with uh, Michael Hamlet. Phil Chambers, would you like a WWE jump to AEW or an AEW jump to WWE? AEW to WWE, please. Okay, I we have the AEW match. roster page. <laughs> uh, I'm scrolling.
2: It's always nice to see people move up.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Going from one company to where? So they're on what, like one side. So they're on. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, yeah. AEW over here, and then. Oh yeah, 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 You got WWE. You got to AEW. Where your career days. So. Phil, we play pro-evo rules here, so yep. I'll give you an option. I know what those are. <laughs> football. That's right. <laughs> Whoever you pick ends up having to play football. <laughs> you basically get two passes, but if you pass, you can't go back. So if I say, like, this person, you're like, eh, I don't really fancy that one. You go, okay, I'll move on to the next one. You can't then go back to your original one. Okay. So you could do that, maybe pick the second one, or maybe you risk it all on the third roll. The, the, the mystery the box.
1: Because it's Phil. This reminds me of when we were in Vegas and somebody at one of the tables was trying to explain what was effectively stick or twist, but did it in such a way as to scare us to part with more money. It was too (laughs) effective. I basically was like, well, I wish to stand up from the table and not play anymore. Like, I became really scared that it was going to end with me having to, like, put my phone on the table and be like, do I have to gamble this, please? She really frightened me, and I didn't want to play after that. It took
2: you realising we can drink beers on the monorail for you to start falling in love with Vegas again. Oh, Jesus Christ, yeah, what a night
1: that was. (laughs) We were riding roller coasters at quarter one in the morning. We bought a a 24-hour wristband with one hour of playtime allowed, and we got the hours, we got the money's worth. Sorry, just got a DM from Nyla Rose there so uh, hey! just,
2: just putting that out there oh, I mean, is
0: she in better <laughs> spirits now she's very upset about she the was uh, very
2: upset about uh, the death the sad tragic death of uh, Barry barricade of which RIP, you can RIP. see the RIP. funeral of RAP Barry uh, on this week's ups and downs for AW Dynamite <laughs> go check that out on the
0: YouTube channel right very now. very good stuff she is a big part of it and she is wonderful yeah. sensational <laughs> uh, so Phil I'm scrolling through the AW roster just tell me when to stop and then pick a number between one and five, and that is who Ooh, will be going to WWE do-key. next. Stop and three. Bang in the middle. Let's go. Okay, your first option is an incredibly handsome man. Okay. Very sexy. Jose the assistant. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna pass. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. I mean, Jose. Move on to the next one. I'm scrolling again, Phil. Stop. And a four. <laughs> oh, Matt Jackson! Whoa. <laughs> Whoa.
2: splitting up the young bucks.
0: now you to stick with him? risk it <sighs> the... all? I
2: think he's not good enough for WWE. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> let's go next. Yeah, okay, a hard time this podcast. stop one. Luchasaurus. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, he just lost the title. You yeah, lose, you lose on true. the way out, don't you? Yeah. Former NXT star. What was his uh, name? I'm Austin. I can't remember.
0: Phil, who's going the opposite direction? I'm scrolling through the WWE uh, current roster page. Stop. Five. Sarah Schreiber. So I think this just includes backstage interviews <laughs> okay. as well. Apparently so.
2: I'll pass. Okay. Uh, sorry, Sarah. Can't replace Renee.
0: Stop. Whoa. Two. R-Truth <laughs> <laughs> going to AEW as it stands. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Hamlet, would you like I to? I like that. I like the idea of
1: R-Truth. Going to so are we AW? trading
0: Luchasaurus for R- Luchasaurus R-Truth? Luchasaurus
1: like He turns up in AEW and it's this big shock. And R-Truth says, like, I have been injured a long time and it has been great to be back here in WWE. And that they just keep good. the mistake thing going on, you know. Like. <laughs> That'd be
0: really good. Uh, we'll start with the WWE to AEW jump with you. I okay. hope he takes the
2: 24-7 title with him as well. Eh? AEW <laughs> <laughs> needs need some more belts.
0: belts. You don't be ridiculous, Phil. So, uh, Nikki Cross put it near a bin. <laughs> <laughs> she missed it. She about that. <laughs> Stop. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my god! I'm going to say a number in my head, and I'm praying that he says it. Four. Ooh. It's Nikki Cross. Uh, oh, okay.
1: What was that close to, then?
0: I'll uh, I'll twist. Okay. Then don't know if you know this about it. But I haven't scrolled that. crazy. Stop. I've, I haven't scrolled, actually. Oh, okay. Five. Hang on. Let me, let me scroll again for you, because I'm in the same bit there. I was willing for three, because you'd have had Nia Jax going to it. <laughs> uh Okay, I'm scrolling again.
1: Stop. Ooh. (laughs) Three. (laughs) It's Kofi Kingston. Ah. Uh not quite like what's going on with the dude at the moment. I'm gonna twist. So we're taking this one. Stop. Wow. (laughs) Okay. You've got a number between one and
0: six here. Hello. Because the way it's laid out. Five. It's machine gun Carl Anderson. <laughs> they could have had John Cena or Johnny Gargano,
1: oh. but they've ended up with Carl Anderson. Got another member of the Bang Bang Gang. I, th- I think Carl Anderson would be angriest about that. To, to <laughs> rest they've, got. There. they've got
0: a really easy paycheck going on. In exchange <laughs> for who on the AW roster, though? Easy. Uh, stop. In between one and five. Three. Okay, going back. Tony niece and his tiny knees. Uh Stop.
1: One. Sanjay Dutt. Twist. <laughs> stop. Here we go. Pressure. Four. I'm going to give you one more
0: go. This <laughs> okay. is QT Marshall right okay. now. Okay.
1: I, I got him this morning or something, didn't I?
0: Yeah.
1: Please <laughs> give him too much. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Three. Yes!
0: Yes! I'm going to sc- turn the screen I'm going to zoom in and I'm going to show. And Phil Chambers, you can reveal who who he's swapping.
1: Uh, machine Gun Carl Anderson for number great, three.
0: It's the greatest trade of all time. I'm just going to have him full screen okay. on the screen. Oh, hey he, he is someone who um, has got uh, a great deal of talent, real potential, uh, if someone puts the machine behind him in WWE, and just someone who's got fantastic takes. Like, oh, I don't know, one of the only <sighs> professional wrestling podcasts that's actually worth a
1: he is better than all of AEW, and so he's going to a WWE. We got him. We got we him, got guys. Him. The War of 2024 is over, <laughs> and, we, and we were glad to be bridge that gap. We have been the game of football they played on Christmas Day in 19-whatever year it was. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Carl Anderson. You've done a good thing here. You've opened up a slot for Maxwell Jacob Friedman. I mean, there's a lot of stories that need paying off at AEW. <laughs> we best get to the payoffs. It's like six.
0: I like this game. We're playing it again next week. We? <laughs> uh,
1: right, enough for this. It's now time
0: for a good quiz. And this week's quiz is brought to you by K Dubs four three one six. K Dubs. If you want your name associated with the hashtag, blood. would
1: work if he was a DJ in America,
0: wouldn't <laughs> yeah.
1: it? K Dubs and the Butthole, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he'd be both of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he'd be like, "What up? I'm K Dubs." And I'm the butthole. <laughs> <laughs> when you have special guests coming in, you have to wear a mask, but it's just an arse. It's like a, nobody speaks to the butthole. The butthole speaks to you. <laughs> What's your question, butthole? could <laughs> butthole's, butthole's, butthole's
0: always say, we've got the same question. Do you have these nuts? <laughs> <laughs> it's my kid on the butthole in the morning. Oh, you've De- been butthole. Team <laughs> these nuts on the butthole. <laughs>
1: He's nuts on And he's our special guest. <laughs> Get your pump Pom Pom, with the butthole, late. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Kato. T- he's <laughs> nuts on the bo- So we've got a lot of talented listeners. Can somebody please, please draw or <laughs> digitally <laughs> arrange whatever? Photoshop, whatever you want, please craft <laughs> us a, like a set, a picture, whatever <laughs> of D's Nuts and butt Butthole. Like, and if any American radio stations are listening, uh, we uh, are yeah. available. And <laughs> you know, they always go like,
0: uh, k in the morning. If you're doing the if you're doing a breakfast show, the, the key thing is like people are listening to you when they're getting ready in the morning or they're driving to work or whatever, and you always have to do like. Time checks, and every time check is... <laughs> time to sing, mate, <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's time to soak up on K-dubs with these nuts, and the Right <laughs> back. <laughs> so he's prank call. Uh, hello, can I help you? <laughs> You've been prank called by the <laughs> Oh, Right, anyway, <laughs> sorry. Sorry, K-dubs. Thank <laughs> you. It's a kid, look, whatever Kdubs is going to say I appreciate the feedback and We need the reviews It fools the algorithm and stuff But if you're going to be named after a radio station That hosts <laughs> These Nuts and Doublehole, Butthole The most controversial breakfast DJs in all of North America That's your cross to bear
2: <laughs> It's drive time How's the traffic out there, butthole? <laughs>
0: <laughs> just oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Sounds like the Butthole's back to <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't my car! Oh, my God! It's that brown eye in the sky to butthole <laughs> in, in our weathercopter! Oh, oh Christ! Oh. <laughs> like, Kato's skipped a K- K- butthole! <laughs> a ring! <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> just Five stars, fair and unbiased. That's all. <laughs> Oh man, I'm sweating. Uh, oh, right, that's not that it matters anymore. But this week's quiz. Oh. <laughs> no
2: time for it to hear from my sponsor, Skittles. Taste the butthole. <laughs>
0: I'm so excited to see the K-dubs on the butthole artwork. Oh, no, not sorry. D's not. Nuts. D's Nuts i <laughs> <laughs> Don't disrespect D's. Oh, nuts. That on guy's worked in K- radio really for 40 years. On K-dubs 105. <laughs> oh, right, so. It's about weird wrestler injuries, because Adam Cole <laughs> blew, his, blew his ankle up by is jumping.
1: His x in it. By I was just going to say that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Question number one. <laughs> Who was X Park trying to Bronco Buster when he broke his dub but? <laughs> <laughs> was it? Was it Deez Nuts? <laughs> was it Reginald the Lunatic, Horace the Psychopath, or Percy the Maniac?
1: <laughs> All characters on Deez Nuts and the Butthole at Breakfast. Every single they're in the studio. Oh, the Halloween there. special. Yeah, they're laughing at all the jokes there. <laughs> hey Reginald, you crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna give away how much? <laughs> Hamfoot. <laughs> uh, Reginald the lunatic.
2: No dear, that's wrong. I don't even know what the other
0: ones uh, were. Horace the, oh uh, these nuts. Uh, Horace, <laughs> Horace the psychopath or Percy the maniac.
2: Percy the maniac, please. These No, dear, that's uh. The
1: Think about Percy's prices; is they're crazy. That's what turned him into a maniac. Ain't that right, these nuts? You're yeah, sure right, Puddle. <laughs> oh God.
0: So it was Horace the psychopath. <laughs> Horace the psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> of
2: course it was. All right. <laughs> of course
0: it was. Oh, oh, course. Okay. Question number right. two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, which pay per view did Joey Mercury's nose explode? Come
1: for? <laughs> uh, Armageddon
2: 2006. Yay! Oh, I'm going oh, this quiz. Uh,
1: question Isn't that right, <laughs> Grandma Butthole? <laughs> oh, young <yeah>, man! <laughs> 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 what I like about Grandma Butthole is she always follows through. <laughs> Hey, little baby butthole, don't be cheeky.
2: (laughs) I can't see anymore. (laughs) Uh, I'm okay.
1: So the quiz, (laughs) question three, this was like, this is not going to scan on Monday morning.
0: I'm sure everyone in the office is going to love when we bring the butthole collection. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus
1: and the butthole, guys, how funny is this? Not funny at all, we're going to work in another room. (laughs) Fair. Completely fair. Oh, Christ. (laughs) This is going on (laughs) YouTube, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Question three: Who was who was Randy Orton taunting when he got injured at Over the Limit?
1: pamphlet the Edge. Yeah, just.
0: I oh, it's the wrong bow. <laughs> that
1: still works.
0: That's <laughs> that <is> Simon Miller. <laughs> uh, question four: Which rotator cuff did Sami Zayn tear before his match with John Cena? Was it his left or his right? Bill. <laughs> I may as well take a wild stab at it. Left.
2: Yeah, yeah, hey, the Work the left, brother.
0: Right. Uh, listen cl- listen carefully to this question. Right. Because you're going to think you know the answer straight away, but mm. maybe not. Oh, my face is
2: wet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, bull <laughs> You might need to get that checked Sounds out. Sounds like the butthole needs to whine. <laughs> 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 Better get a tissue because you know my D's nuts on your face. <laughs> What hey <laughs> hey, what did uh what did say
0: when he first met Debo? Hey, 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 hey! You are right. <laughs> right, Phil. Uh. This is t- tight up a two-two. Yeah. Who was Kevin Nash trying to attack on the apron when he infamously tore his quads? Was it Gold Dust? <laughs> Butthole Ray Dudley, (laughs) (laughs) Spike Dudley, or Booker T.
2: (sighs) I have absolutely no idea.
1: I think it was Butthole Ray Dudley. (laughs)
0: Let's find out.
1: Yay. Yay! Right, question six. That sounds like a shot of busted open, doesn't it? Hey, butt Ray Dudley, <laughs> try being good on a podcast. Like us here at K Dubs.
0: The Dudley Butts. <laughs> uh, what was Brutus Beefcake doing when his eyes got knocked out of his head? Was he. <laughs> was, he, was, he was he. Was he parasailing? Yes. Bungee jumping? Skydiving? Or getting a haircut? <laughs>
1: Parasailing, you cruel bastard. <laughs> that's my nap. Yeah. Oh, no, my bloody eyes have fallen out. Yeah, that's how it went. Like, he <laughs> nearly died. Space face was crushed in, like, 80 places. Oh, no, my, yeah, you've reduced <laughs> it with like, a goggle-eyed pencil topper. <laughs> like, <You can>
0: reduced <laughs> it to Brain Mysterio.
1: <laughs> Question seven. <sighs>
0: Who was Mickey James facing when she apparently popped a breast implant on Monday Night Raw? Was it Maurice, Beth Phoenix, Michelle McCool, or Layla? Phil, Beth Phoenix. Yay! Well, I didn't know that one. Right, what's that then? What's the score? I don't know. <laughs> 4 2. Yeah, that, I, mean, I think you're right, actually. Yeah, 4 2. Three questions. Four butts to
1: two. two. Two for these nuts and a big fat zero for the butthole. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, question eight. <laughs> How did Seamus shoot get injured while getting injured in Kfabe ahead of Survivor <laughs> Series? Was he being thrown off the stage, being put through an announce table, being held in a submission for too long, or getting put through an LED board? Mm.
2: Phil. No idea why. I'm going to go with the submission one just because it feels like an odd one for you to add in. No, dear, that's wrong.
1: tricked you. Did oh I don't. Uh, if you know you know. I will go for the LED board.
2: No dear, that's wrong.
0: He got put through an announce table and got actually injured. What's getting written off in an injury angle? <laughs> I don't remember that there story. Neither do I. Yeah. Uh, question nine. Get these two. It's a tie. Hello. Ah. Uh, question nine. We all remember what happened at the two thousand and five Royal Rumble when Vince tearing both quads, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. But who? Enter the 2005 Rumble later. John Cena or Batista? Mm. Mm. Phil. Oh, God, I've just remembered what the last question <laughs> is. Oh, no. Yeah? Uh,
2: John Cena. No, dear, uh. that's
1: wrong. Oh, for my mouth, Batista to you so I <laughs> can have a draw. <laughs> it was, very, it was I didn't see your mouth. It was like 27, <laughs> I think.
0: Uh, I promise I'm 20. not just making this up on the fly. I'm not that talented. Question 10. How did James Storm let D'Lo Brown know he'd strained his groin <laughs> mid-match? Did he yell, "My dick"? <laughs> did he do the referee X symbol? <laughs> Put on these nuts. Did he yell, "D'Lo, I've got a hurty pecker"? <laughs> Or did he point to his genitals and do the DLO head wobble? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Phil, he shouted, "My dick!" The first one.
0: Nice. <laughs> oh bollocks! <laughs> <laughs> again, <laughs> he's correct though. No. Thanks, Miller.
1: <laughs> Bye again.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have no idea what the score is, but I believe Hamlet is the winner of this week's quiz. Uh, congratulations! You get st- you <laughs> get butts. <laughs> yeah. You get to be the next special guest on the new radio show. show on what was his K Dubs? K Dubs on K Dubs four three one six. These nuts and a butthole. Let us know how you got on this week's quiz on X and send us the uh these uh, nuts and the butthole <laughs> article. <about. laughs> At what culture WWE? Right, you, you can follow all three of us. You can follow the winner. I can't of this wait to be hired on American. Oh, Radio, it's gonna happen after that. You can follow the winner of this week's quiz, Michael Hanford, at These Nuts. You can follow Phil Chambers at Fill My birds. <laughs> <laughs> follow me, at Adam Willborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. Uh, do check out our <laughs> Wrestle Dream preview. Me, Hamlet, and Murray uh, recorded one earlier on today. It'll be coming out tomorrow on the channel. And if you haven't done so already, subscribe to What Culture Wrestling and the What Culture Wrestling podcast the on cast. YouTube. <laughs> but for now, uh, this has been yeah. Wrestle Culture. My thank you to Michael Hamlet. Thanks to Bill Chambers. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. <laughs> Wrestle Culture is recorded in front of a live <laughs> studio audience. <laughs>